This episode of The Horror Show is brought to you by Stephen Walker and Tracy Hansen. Thank you guys so much. They donated over at patreon.com slash I hate horror. So if you can support monetarily, that is the best way to do it. Uh, it's basically donations. Uh, it's a monthly thing, but you can literally donate one month and then cancel or whatever it is. Um, but you do get access to some bonus stuff. We are pretty terrible at doing, <laughs> but we are we have a plan in place to start releasing full episodes. Um, I'm actually going to record a solo one. Uh, after I record this bumper, um, just because uh, I feel terrible about it. So I'm going to record um, some solo stuff. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I think I'm going to read blog entries from high school just to embarrass myself because uh, guilt, guilt. Um, so yeah, so if you can't support, go over there and you could listen to me read terrible things. Um, little mangler update before we kick this show off. Uh, little manglers take a split last weekend. Uh, we we get an L and a W though. We get an L and a W. Um, we lost a tight one, four three, and we won a game. I think this final score was four three. We definitely scored four goals. Um, I think it was four three. I think it was the opposite. So, you know, you win some, you lose some, as the saying goes. <laughs> that couldn't be any more truthful. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about these. Let's talk about some of our freaking, <laughs> some of our players here. Uh, you know, this, the game we lost, it wasn't all loss. It's not a loss when you discover you got guys like Gatlin and Brandon straight up two way players streaking up and down the court. Like they're locking down the offense. They're locking down the defense, two way players, a hundred percent. That's that's incredible. Um, we got Mason. Uh, you know, we're starting to call this kid the Mason Jar because he's got so much hustle. We got to put a lid on it. <laughs> uh, Morgan, dude, Morgan, Morgan's cranking in heat, uh, scoring goals. Like, you know, remember that Sammy Sosa commercial from like '98? <laughs> High heat. That that's what we're talking about here. This. this Morgan is Morgan is blasting high heat into the net here. Um, also, the Zach attack so fierce, dude. Zach's playing goalie. He jumps, trying to catch the ball. <laughs> he smashes into a goal pulse. Not going to feel good. But you know what? This this ain't no bad news bears. Ball didn't roll in after he hit the goal post. He grabbed the ball. He grabbed the ball and held on to it. Wind knocked out of him and everything. Protected the ball. No goal. Um, so that's dope. And then of course, what do we we expect any less of the Mason jar? Mason comes into goalkeeper after that, just grabbing balls midair, just jumping in the air, grabbing them like the matrix. Um, second game, uh, second game, we get roughed up a little bit, which is awesome because we still won. Braden takes a ball to the eye and everyone's like, Oh, where's that kid? He needs medical attention. No, he doesn't. He's just running up and down the field still. He doesn't give a he he doesn't give a poo. <laughs> uh he's just running up and down the field, man. Like ain't no thing. And then everyone got introduced to uh the E and E Railroad, Eugene and Ethan, who hustled up and down the field like it was <laughs> nothing. The E and E Railroad took charge, got beat up, and then they 
they were locked down on defense and assist kings. They were just assisting to everyone. Um, and big part of why those four points got scored in that last game. So, dude, little manglers, you know, listen, we don't, we, what, what's that saying? Uh, you don't, we don't win pretty. We don't win pretty. We don't play pretty. That's us. That's us, man. We just, we're out there grinding, grinding. <laughs> so, little manglers, good luck in your next games. <laughs> I really appreciate that you do this for us. Like, somebody's allowing us to talk about children this way. But no, really, we're, we're super stoked. And again, thank you to all the people that supported us uh, and supported the team. All of our fans are so awesome. And if you did donate to that, um, what I'm going to do is, because uh, we're going to get a team photo like mailed to us. And what I'll do is I'll scan that and I'll make like high quality copies for anyone that donated. I'll uh, I'll get I'll get in touch with you and I'll um I'll try and send you guys copies of the team photo since you guys are all technically part owners. So that's that. Uh, the hats are out. I shipped them out Friday, um, Thursday or Friday. And uh, so you guys should be seeing them very soon. I think the 15th was the estimated date for like all of them. Um, but I do know as of this recording on Sunday night, um, I had already known that some people do have them in hand. So keep your eyes peeled if you ordered them. If you didn't order them, like super limited quantity. I honestly think we maybe have like six or seven total or something like that, maybe less. Um, but I'll be putting those up online um, probably within the next week or two. I will make a very public announcement so that if you if you're interested, like make sure you email me and you know if you if I know you or you're a fan of the show and just email me if you really want one and I'll make sure I put one aside for you. Um and then I'll, again I'll put a I'll put a thing up online well in advance talking about the stock and when they'll be up and it'll be a very time specific thing. So if you do want it, you can get them. So that's it, man. Uh the fly is next. This movie, this episode was great. This movie was awesome. All thanks to our homie Dre. Thank you so much, Dre, for this and for supporting the show. Um, So, guys, enjoy the fly. show the show that dissects mutilates dismembers and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events sean i'm joe welcome back thanks final week of monster vision can we address the elephant in the room and we didn't mention it last week what fucking paul's not here holy shit that asshole 
Yeah, Paul uh, said he couldn't make it on Friday. Originally, <laughs> not telling us the answer. Well, no, I should say, originally he said, not sure if I'm going to make it Friday. Okay. Then it was a firm no. Mm-hmm. And then it was... Then it was, I think I have plans. Yeah, I think I have plans. And then it was, I'm watching the Capitals on Friday. His favorite sports team. His favorite sports team. Of his favorite sport. Of his favorite sport. He may work for a company that covers sports. <laughs> In a sport department <laughs> that you would see this probably every day. And then yesterday, which is Thursday, he sends a message. Oh, I just realized the game's on Saturday, but I didn't watch the movies, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, Fucking guy, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, so fuck Paul. I really wanted to do Monster Vision with him. So now we, what are we going to do with him? I don't know. Can, I'm going to torture him with something. Something stupid. Not this week, though. This week we had an awesome movie, The Fly. Yes. Do you know what year it's about? 1986. 86. 1986, The Fly. Uh, wow. What a movie. Is this our first Cronenberg flick? I think so. I do believe. First Jeff Goldblum flick? Is it? I think so. First Gina Davis flick. <laughs> I mean, these are questions <laughs> that I don't have an answer. <laughs> Goldberg, Goldblum, Goldberg, Goldblum hasn't popped up in anything. I don't think so. Hmm. Um. And this was featured on Monster Vision. I'll give those drive-in totals in a minute. Uh, some great lines from this Monster Vision episode that I just love so much, which is. Um, <laughs> he was at first Jeff is so charged up he flies around this crummy apartment doing scenes from Jim Cotta but soon his face starts to change and then he highlights all of his facial progressions in the movie and he goes we got your basic pizza face look then we got cream of wheat cancer face <laughs> and finally when things get real bad we got your vomit jubilee face <laughs> great ways to explain this guy's face later on in the movie um he also gave away on this one uh, drive-in Academy Award nominations. I guess this is what he does when an actually good movie plays. Uh, Jeff Goldblum as the scientist and fly for saying, I must not know enough about the flesh. I'm going to have to learn. And I won't be just another tumorous boar talking about his hair falling out and his, lo- and his lost lymph nodes. <laughs> he also gives one to Gina Davis. As the girlfriend for saying, you look bad, you smell bad, and you have these weird hairs growing out of your back. <laughs> and Big Dave, the director, for writing the line. Big Dave. I'm an insect who dreamed he was a man and loved it. <laughs> All very good nominations. And now, before we start the flick, drive-in totals. <clears throat> Two dead bodies. One dead baboon. One breast. Six quarts blood. Seven quarts vomit, eight quarts undecided, eight uh, unsuccessful Norelco cure, one compound fracture, baboon zapping, excessive body hair, huge maggot birthing, ceiling walking, ear rolls, fingernails roll, teeth roll, hand rolls, foot rolls, gratuitous fly puke, four stars. Check it out. Uh, so what did you think of this? I mean, you've obviously seen it. Do you remember the first time you saw it? Who chose this one? Oh, 
Um, Great question. Oh, homie Andre. Oh, nice. Dre. Dre. Yeah. I don't know what he goes by, Andre or Dre. I think Dre on Twitter. Nice Cube. Nice. He changes his name. It's always a great pun. Dude, it's so good. I don't know what it is Every single time. It was, um, well, for a while, it was something about Kung Fu Kenny because the new um, Kendrick Lamar had come out. Yeah. So it was a Kung Fu Kenny reference. Uh, I don't know what it is now, though. Uh, Hold your horses. (laughs) Uh, so Dre also had chosen. Um, he goes by the name Johnny Quest Love, which is great. That's good. Yeah. Uh, he also chose um, Hellraiser and Grizzly. <laughs> Grizzly. I know. He says he loves, I, I, or I think his girlfriend had said that he, because uh, they 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 both became Patreon members at the same time. Um, two fans in love listening to this yeah. show. How crazy is that? They sent me a message that was like, because they're long distance. So she came to visit the United States and she was like, yeah, the whole trip, we listen to you guys. Yeah, it's awesome. And while we're apart from each other, we'll both listen separately and then like call each other after and talk about the episode. I was like, I don't even know what to say about yeah. this, man. Like, bizarre this, this and is awesome. Bizarre in the sense that it's like. Surreal. Yeah, yeah, surreal. Like, it's not, you fucking weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like, wow, like, holy shit. That's just, like, unbelievable to think that, like, we're, like, we are part of their memory. Right. Like, because that's big when they get to get together, when they get together. (laughs) When they get together, it's like a big occasion right now for them. (laughs) So it's like they'll remember those moments and be like, oh, remember when we listened to that fucking shitty horror podcast? What were we thinking? But that's just mental. I don't know. Anyway, so Dre picking the fly. Great pick. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, And you know what? This movie aligned with my cult movie challenge, which was nice. Was this for Splatter Week? It was. You know what I did for Splatter Week? Jaws. Yeah. That was a stupid choice. But I just haven't seen it in probably like 20 years. So. There's so many good movies on the there splatter was, ones. There was, yeah. And a lot of them weren't really splatter in my opinion. Like, I don't think Jaws, Jaws is splatter. Is most definitely not. This is splatter. Yeah. Like, this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> um, but let's get into The Fly. I think this um, has probably the best act, some of the best acting you'll see in the entire genre ever. Agreed. 100% agreed. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Spoiler back. alert. He turns into a fly. Um <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he's acting like a fly, like the during the transformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's selling it so well, like when he speeds up his talking. You don't stuff. think about it, like that's the thing about him. Like you're not like you don't have to like be like I see what he's doing. Like you know what I mean? Like or what's he doing? Why is he doing no, that? It's very fluid. And very like fluid. I, I remember at, at during this viewing because I was like looking at it more than I normally would. I was like, how does he know like? Fly to act like that. Like, like he's all like Jerry moving around. Like, That's the thing. It's like not even like I'm gonna act like a fly. It's like I'm gonna interpret yeah. a fly movement. Like, like you don't really think about how jittery flies like kind of like walk around, like how they kind of like hop around and and that's what he does. And it's like really interesting. And I also think it's a credit to Cronenberg. Obviously it is. He makes awesome movies, but it's a credit to him too, that that fluidity. Like to build in these tiny scenes without interrupting the flow of the movie, but then also because like the speed talking is really highlighted in one scene and it's when they go and get coffee 
in the movie yeah. and it's a quick scene it means it's it's a one-off because yeah, he all jeff goldblum is like is like oh I, I i feel great i feel great like this feels awesome like blah 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 but everyone's like or gina is like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> right and that's all you needed and it's just like this like perfect flow um now i before we get into it uh when did you first see the fly like do you have a memory of first seeing it um I can't pinpoint like exactly. You can't either, uh, which is I, I know I know I was younger. And I know like this also this is the type of movie that's been spoofed by like a billion things, like The Simpsons and everything. So my memory is just all that's over. That's a the good place. point. That's actually a really good point because that's a good point because like I feel like watching it now, I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, and I know I saw it when I was younger, but I was like, how how would this not be burned into my brain? <laughs> Right. It's weird, but maybe you're right. Maybe it is because like you've kind of seen it before. And while it's gross. Yeah, it's- I mean, like, I, I mean, I can't give a specific example, but like even the shows that we grew up, like you see it now with like children's cartoons. Yeah. You have a song like Rick and Morty spoof oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. all the time. Like, you know, Looney Tunes and Animaniacs yeah, yeah. and all that shit. Like they spoof things like this. I wonder if like, I wonder if I saw it on TV first too. And that could be why. Probably. Because I feel like my brain would have fucking blown up if I saw that him throwing up on the guys anyway <laughs> um let's get into it the fly what a great fucking movie man I, I can't get over it like I don't even want to talk about the movie in general I just want to talk about scenes um so we got Gina Davis we got Jeff Goldblum am I going to call them by their names probably not Goldblum or Goldblum Goldblum have you ever seen that that like comment by him. Oh no. Oh, he says, uh, people always come up to me and ask me, how do you pronounce it? Gold bloom or gold blum? And he says, I always respond to him the same thing. How dare you speak to me? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, he's awesome. He's awesome. He's fucking jacked in this movie. He's in good shape. He's jacked. He's tall too. He is tall. Um, really tight underwear. That's Cannot be comfortable. Dingling is just all the way up his ass crack. Dude, I, would, I would hate I that exactly, so much. Are you talking about that scene when he like goes to the fridge? Like, That's oh. exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, yes. knew it. I knew it. Dude, it's stuck out of my brain too. I, I even like, said something to, to Tina, my wife, about it. I was like, that can't be comfortable. Dude, it is so uncomfortable looking. I I, I want to pick it out for him. Dude, that I moment. wear like loose fitting boxers all the time, and I hate when anything's like stuck to my ass. <laughs> dude, it is so uncomfortable. Like honestly, if I were in the room with him and he wasn't, <laughs> if he wasn't fixing it, I'd be like you know man let me just grab that for you <laughs> i just pull it out for him. dude there's no way like i know it was probably him just not wanting to interrupt the scene but get the fuck out of here that underwear is so far up his ass it's unbelievable <laughs> oh my god and there's not even like that much cloth on it to begin with so no it's up no it's up there <laughs> um jeff goldblum plays seth brundle seth brundle and gina davis plays veronica queef Quaif? <laughs> Are you serious right now? It's Quaif. Quaif? All right. Uh, they're at a gala. Wife? This movie just hits the ground running, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, it's perfect. Um, we're at a gala, and um, Brundle and... <laughs> What's her name? Veronica. Ver- Brundle and Veronica meet at this gala. Veronica is a, uh, a reporter. Uh, for Particle Magazine. They call her Ronnie. 
Ronnie. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so we'll call her Ronnie because that's very easy. Because <laughs> that's um, literally what everyone else called. <laughs> um, and they're talking, and Jeff. Uh, I don't spitting know. I'm just calling game. Jeff. Jeff is spitting game, and he's like, "You want to come back to my place for cappuccino?" Which she does. Um, Jeff is thinking it's more of a romantic occurrence, um, and she is definitely more into it. Uh, kind of for both, but once she sees the opportunity to use it as a story, then she's more invested in Which, it. Which, that's her job. Oh, yeah, 100%. So she agrees. Um, we get some fast talking from Jeff about barfing in cars or something. Um, yeah, he gets motion sickness. And and really, it's like, he has a good line. He's like, everyone, it was, she's like, what separates you from everyone else? And he's like, they all say they're going to change the world. And he's like, I am. There's so many good lines. And that's literally what I was about to say. Good movies are so hard to rag on because the dialogue is so good. I never write down dialogue. And like 90% of my notes is dialogue, which I realize I won't be able to talk about. But yeah, um, good from from what I've seen from these the good movies we've watched, the writing is the key to all the movies. Mm-hmm. Like writing the dialogue, like with Wes Craven when we saw that, or was it what the New Nightmare? Yes, yeah. When we were like, holy shit! And and even the original where the dialogue between the kids was like natural. Yes, and it was like, wow, that's really good writing. Like that that's what changes a movie. Um, and it's just really good here. I, I, like I make fun of him talking about barfing in a car, but it was like a supernatural conversation. Um, we enter the Brundle cave for the first time and, uh, Goldblum starts, uh, tickling the ivories <laughs> twice in a row. <laughs> Could call him a uh, Brundle Tobin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gina (laughs) Gina is basically like Gina's like you know what I'm out of here because Jeff's just in it for the you know get some strange Um, but he's like you can't leave yet because you saw my experiment which they're like (laughs) he, he doesn't want her to like talk about these things they could not be more in the open like anyone who brings sitting house. there. And that's like what he says. Like he's like, like she's like, she doesn't think she saw him. She calls him designer phone booths. Yeah. She's, she's, Which, at what point do you think somebody would watch this movie and have no clue what she's referring it's to? It's coming soon. It's got to be soon, right? It's very soon. Like James, your son, he won't know. No. What she's talking about, right? No. Because I mean, Superman doesn't even jump into phone booths anymore. Oh, fuck. You're right. You got to bring that back. Bring that back, <laughs> Snyder. going to jump into <laughs> Oh, Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> he will not. <laughs> It'll be the most sad phone booth. <laughs> Kill 20 people on the way. With a mother named Martha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> looking through the phone book for Martha's. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, did, did you see my tweet about Alien versus Predator? Where I said they're both. <laughs> they both have moms named Martha. Name Martha yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I rarely like compliment my own tweets, but I laughed so hard at my own tweet on that. <laughs> they don't kill each other because their moms are named Martha. That would be so funny. Um, yeah, Gina calls them designer phone booths. Uh, Jeff explains, you know, they work, but it's clunky. And he calls them telepods. Yeah, great name. Well, it explains everything that they are. Yeah. And Gina's like, what's a telepod? <laughs> Pods that teleport things. <laughs> um, he, you know, Jeff goes, you know, give me something personal of yours, um, like on your person. Um, 
and she gives him pantyhose. Snocking. Yeah. yeah. And Jeff's facial expressions when she hands it to him are like the funniest. His eyes are moving. His eyebrows are like fucking moving like a mile a minute. He's just making all these ridiculous facial expressions. And I believe these two were married in real life during the time of this. No. Are you serious? Or they're at least dating. They, they were married. But, um, I didn't know that. That's um, crazy. This is their third movie together. Hmm. They're in uh, Earth Girls Aren't Easy. Transylvania Holy 6500. Shit. Um, but it helps because their chemistry is very noticeable. Oh, it's off the charts. Yeah. It's great. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Gina's looking good in this. She looks great. Yeah, she looks really good. Um, Gina, uh, his mind is fucking blown. Like, even though she doesn't fully understand what's happening, she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like what? Like you wouldn't. Like, she's like, what did you do? After he transfers. Yeah. So, so he puts the stocking in one pod, comes out to the other. The she end. thinks it's a magic trick. But she's also like, it's 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 even better than that. Like, the dialogue is written so well where it's like, she's going, what is this, a magic trick? But really, she's like, just like, you need to tell me the solution. The logical thing. Like, we were talking about in the last right. She, she's like, she says for something logic. like She says something like... I don't get it. And he's like, you got it. You just can't handle it. Yeah, like, exactly. And that's, your mind and that's, can't process what's And that's what's the happening. truth. Yeah. And that is the truth. And she does actually a great job of like portraying that. Like Agreed. her face is like, okay, <laughs> I know what I saw, but that can't be possible. Like yeah. that's what it is. And it's really good. And then she's like, well, I'm going to write a story about it. And he's like, what? Because <laughs> first of all, she's a journalist. Yeah. And he clearly showed her, like, why would you think? <laughs> no, it's a this is the biggest invention of all time. Why would nobody share that? And when they meet at the gala, she's like, "Do you have anything interesting to show me?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, at my house." Yeah, and he's that, like, "You can't write like, about oh, this, baby. Oh, she's coming over. Uh, yeah, because you told her you had something to show her." And he's like, "Oh god, what the fuck?" But she, uh, the re- she gets busted because she has a tape recorder. Um, and it immediately starts beeping, like as soon as, like five minutes after she starts recording her audio of them talking. Um, and Jeff just freaks out. Yep. Um, she ends up leaving. She goes back to. I, I think it's is that the same day or it's the next morning at the very least. Time is weird in this movie. She, for it sure. is. It just jumps around. She, goes, she goes back to, to her office yeah. and she tells her boss, mm-hmm. like I guess the journal, the newspaper editor, or wherever she's Reporting working, called magazine, magazine <laughs> editor. And uh, he pretty much says what anyone would say: "You fell for a a, a trick, a, 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 night, a nightclub scam." Yeah. yeah, which is great, and that's smart. Um, and he shows up. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum shows up shortly thereafter and says, uh, you must have made an impression. The magician followed you here. And, uh, the boss has a great line. He's like, hey, you make things disappear. He's like, I have a, a an assistant editor that outlives usefulness. Yeah, that was awesome. There's so many good lines in this. Um, so Gina's talking to him, um, talking to Brundle, and she's like, my, my boss thinks you're a con man. And Goldboom's like, oh, that's awesome. Like, because yeah. he does not want this story out at all. So he's like, oh, thank God. Thank God. And then he's just like, I've come here to say one magic word to you. Cheeseburger. And then they go get cheeseburger. <laughs> and and Jeff's a lot cooler now. Uh, maybe a little smitten. Maybe, yeah. maybe a little, you know, he's just falling for. Yes. Falling for Gina. So they go out to get cheeseburgers and he's basically like. He, they, they talk extensively about it for, again, somebody who doesn't want this out there. Um, but he's, he says something's important missing. He could only 
teleport inanimate objects. He cannot teleport like living material, organic material. Um, but Jeff pitches, listen, don't tell anyone right now, but when I'm done, you'll have the book rights, interview rights, papers, magazines, whatever you want. It's all exclusive just to you, Yeah, which is a fucking deal and a half in my opinion. Um, and he, he says another great line, a complete record of the most earth shattering invention ever. Yes. Which is like, oh, just so good. Um, I mean, this, I, I'm going to say it numerous times. This is just a good movie. It's, it's just it's really a great. Perfect yeah. movie. Uh, we get Oscar a, winner. We get a seat. Is this the first Oscar winner on a hundred percent? We've never had an Oscar. What did it win an Oscar? I think it was like best makeup or best costume or something like Man, that. It was fucking vile. Um, we learn a little bit more. The editor of Particle Magazine is also an ex-lover who is uh, just breaking and entering. Handsy, breaking and entering, uh, just being a general creep, taking a shower in her house without her there. And Why is like, she not calling the police? She's like, what are you doing in my house? Like, oh, you gave me a key. And she's like. And then they have like a five minute conversation. It's like. This dude in the is office. showering. Yeah. You can't have him arrested. Can you imagine going to your house? Like, like assuming you were living by yourself. You went to your house and just an ex was in there showering. I'd be furious. I'd burn my house down and move to a different state. <laughs> I would move. I would 100% move or just change the locks because the guy's like, oh, I have a key. <laughs> that is probably the easier solution. <laughs> burn your house down and move. Uh, yeah. Uh, back at the lab, Brundle Babe shows Gina what's happening with the uh, living things. He gives. And she has a big VCR. Oh, the biggest fucking. VHR. VHS, VHS tape recorder. Yes, yes. That's because she's going to document everything. She's filming it. Um, but uh, he's going to show her what happens when they try organic material. So he uses a baboon. Why not? Why not like a, a lab rat? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Anything, especially because you know what's going like to happen. An insect. He just was like he in that burger scene. Even he's like, she's like, well, what happens to them? And he's like, oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> And she's like, is it worse than this? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> she's talking about a burger. <laughs> and then he does this and he gets upset in the well, so so he puts the baboon in. The scene is phenomenal though. Does the teleport. There's so much fog in these teleportation machines, which is silly, but you, awesome. It's a great effect. It makes a great effect. So the pods are filled with smoke, which gives you a moment of you don't know what's happened. Every time it every time they teleport something, you're like, well, what happened? And then you just see a fucking bloody hand hit the wind, the yep. glass on it, and just smear down. And it, uh, they open the pod door, and it is the guts, and it's still moving. It's like an inside-out baboon. Yeah, it's so gross. It's fucking gross. Yes. And um, but Jeff's like upset. Like Brundlefly's like upset. Brundle is upset. <laughs> and she's like, "Come on, Seth, you got to talk about it. You're, you got to tell us what you're thinking. Fuck is what I'm thinking." Weirdest thing. He's fuck is what I'm thinking. Uh, but it's just odd because literally the day before he was like, yeah, uh, I kill things in this. <laughs> if I put a living thing in there, it's dead. Which makes you wonder how many baboons he's gone through and how he has such a good baboon connect. <laughs> the baboon connect is the more concerning part. <laughs> yeah. Where are they coming from? <laughs> he has like an apartment in New York City. That is what he has. <laughs> <laughs> um fuck is what I'm thinking. And then Gina goes, good, the world will want to know that. And that'll be the one thing. Fuck is what they're both thinking. I assure you they will omit that from the book. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, fuck is what they are thinking. 
Because they hit the bedroom. She sucks on his nipples. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad I didn't just take that sip of soda. Uh, that would have been everywhere. Well, what did um, that quarterback say in his tweet? I like kissing boobies. <laughs> I, like, I like kissing titties. <laughs> Gina Davis also loves kissing, kissing titties. titties. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So uh, Gina Davis is kissing titties. Um, sexy saxophone here. Great yeah, scene. Yeah. Um, also a great scene is Gina Davis um, asking him if he changes his clothes and then opens his wardrobe and he's got Doug Funny's closet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got six of the same outfit that yeah. he's wearing, a suit. And he claims it's like something Einstein did so you don't have to think about your clothes. She's like, dude. I have a drawer full of shirts and jeans. Granted, that's not much different than wearing the same outfit every day. I don't think about shit. Like, I just grab shit. I just grab what's on the floor, which is usually the same. <laughs> Me and him are the same. <laughs> Yours is just always dirty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Less ironed. <laughs> but Jeff, like, hops up and he's like, I want to try an experiment. Um, and they had talked about earlier having steaks for dinner. Yep. So Jeff decides he's going to try and transport steaks. Yes. Great scene, um, and I like this scene because he explains teleportation mm-hmm. in a way that literally makes sense. Like I'm saying this, like I'm not a scientist, but <laughs> the way he's, the way they're describing teleportation isn't like we break it down and send it through a tube. Like it is like we decode it, and then this thing rebuilt it. Yes, and that is, and that's the thing about this movie that works so well is that like. I don't know if that's a true theory or not, but I believe it. Like, I, I believe yes. it, at least in this universe while watching it. Like, it made sense to me because he believes it. In and you know what else is funny? It's probably, it's like, it's overly complicated. Yeah. That's a hard concept to explain to an audience. And I'm sure there are people that don't like this movie because they're like, what the fuck are these people talking about? <laughs> but like, it's because it's overly complicated. It also helps you like, just digest it. Like, it just, listen, I'm not going to understand it. I'll just take it for what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's amazing. And, um, so they do, they try the steaks, um, but they come out kind of tasting synthetic and that's it. That's it for that scene. But Brundle's getting it. He's, uh, clearly the steak came out looking the same. It was just, there's something different about it. Like Gina just didn't like it all the way. Um, (laughs) Gina and her ex are now talking at work, and the ex is now jealous that she's hanging out with Brundle. She's like, I'm on to something big. He goes, what? His cock? (laughs) (laughs) That's a real jerk. That guy is such a jealous, over-controlling, piece-of-shit weirdo. (laughs) He's such a fucking creep, because she's never once, like, making it look like she might still be interested in him. And he's just like, hey, baby. And he also threatens her, I believe, at this point to publish the story without her consent. Yeah, I because think he's so. upset that she's. Yeah, and in the next scene, she gets a like an envelope in the mail, and yeah, it's that... got the fucking cover with Seth's picture on it. Yeah, and, and she's like, uh, "I gotta go talk to this fucking asshole." <laughs> uh, and she confronts him, and yeah, he says he's got the right to publish it, and uh, he still makes a pass on her, like a total piece of shit. Like he's still like, "Well, so." Want to take a shower together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like his passes are like so disgusting. Um, but Goldblum has now caught on to these two. 
Can I stop for a second? Yeah. Do you hear that fucking noise? Yeah. That ringing noise? Yeah. You hear that the whole time or just now? I remember it's this thing. I haven't heard it until just now. Oh. It's like a, it's like a dog whistle in my ear. Oh, wait, no. It's coming from over there. Yeah, whatever. I just want to um, it wasn't me. Uh, I, I had heard it before, but like I can like zone that stuff out. Um, but it's because I'm here every day. Um, so Goldblum figures out that uh, what is it, what's the editor's name? Do you have it? It was something um, weird. Uh, Stathis. Stathis. Yeah. So Goldblum's uh, he's caught on to Stathis. Stathis. I don't know. Um, and he's like, he thinks that there's called Dick Face. Dick Face. <laughs> <laughs> he still thinks that they might be like an active item. So he's getting all jealous and he gets drunk and he yep. starts talking to Brundle Boone. <laughs> the, <laughs> the <baboon. Brundle> Boone. <laughs> because he's finally he's put it together and he's like he's drunk and he's like, oh, I didn't mean to kill your brother if that means anything. <laughs> Dude, how many of these fucking baboons are you running yeah. through? Like it's out of control. Um, and then he's like, I wouldn't ask you to do anything I wouldn't do myself. Dude, <laughs> fucking Brundle Boy gets into the fucking machine himself. Yep. Butt ass naked. The baboon's flipping out. Peebus hanging out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the baboon's freaking out. And we see that there is a fly in the pod with him. Yeah. At first, it's on like the door. Yeah. And then it flies around and you see it in the window, like, yeah. of the pod. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. It's really amazing. Uh, this idea is just so genius. I, I just love it so far. Um, he tra- he teleports. He teleports successfully. Mm-hmm. Comes out in one piece, feeling great, feeling good, feeling great, feeling good. How are you? Uh, and Gina shows up. Jeff reveals that he's what he did. And her concern is minimal she's like you could have died so he's like well i didn't she's like okay <laughs> fair enough <laughs> like um and then he's he's drunk he's still drunk he's like are you sleeping with stethis barnes and jg's like jeff goldblum's crying like a fucking jerk here he's like does he still love you and shit like that yeah. but whatever um but she she reassures him you know don't worry you're a grown man. It's fine. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Um, You're a grown man. And then the next scene, we are starting to see the transformation. Hair coming out of his back. Jeff Goldblum jumps up, starts doing fucking acrobats. Acrobats. Did you write that word down? Acrobatics? Yeah. yeah. Does he call it that in the movie? No. Okay, because that's what I wrote down too. <laughs> yeah, so did I. In his house. Uh, it's a really great scene, even though it is like super silly. Like, it, it's... Super noticeable that's not Jeff Goldblum. Very noticeable. <laughs> uh, but it is just a great scene. Like, I think one of the cool things about this movie is this guy's basically a superhero. Yeah. But somehow, like, he's a superhero. Mm-hmm. We just got his origin story. This is, like, no different than Spider-Man or anything like that. No, it's not. But somehow this scene isn't like, oh, yeah, this guy's got all these powers. It's like, oh, no. Right. Like. This isn't good. This is more like a Venom origin. It, yeah, but not even that. It's just like, this is disturbing. Like, it was unsettling. Like, you're just like, 
no, nah, this ain't right. Like, you're not like, yeah, you could you could do so much with these powers. It's like, uh, I think you might. No, no, this is bad. Like, yeah, because he's way stronger. He's like way more energetic, super energetic, super horny. Can't stop talking about fucking, dude. Flies fuck a lot. Is that a fact? It gotta be. <laughs> Dude, their lifespan. Let me, let me Google. Their lifespan is like forty-eight hours. Fly, wait, what? A fly's life? A housefly's life? Forty-eight is like hours. Forty-eight hours long. It's way too long. Dude, when they impregnate each other, it's like minutes or something like that. Really? Yeah, dude, it's insane. I just looked it up recently for no reason. So, you can even googling do flies have a lot of sex? Look up <laughs> fly gestation period. Don't flies masturbate? Oh, flies don't. <laughs> the fly gestation period is 24 hours. So. Yeah, but how do I find out if they fuck a lot? Because why well, would this guy be horny? Er. Flies have to fuck a lot. A fly that's born, a female fly that's born, can reproduce in a few hours. Like they mature, their rate of maturation is insane. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Life expectancy of houseflies. Dude, I don't know what I just searched, but there's a bunch of maggots in this girl's butt crack. <laughs> but but it's she's wearing pants. <laughs> this is disgusting. Oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> also, they live a lot longer. They live 15 to 30 days. Okay. Still way too long. <laughs> so anyway, enough about real flies. Um, so we see the scene where uh, they go out to eat. They go out for coffee. Jeff's talking a mile a minute. He's pouring like a ton of sugar in his coffee. And he's explaining that what he thinks is happening is um, this that the the deconstruction and reconstruction of himself has somehow purified him and basically made him uh, a better version of himself, which he's super pumped about. It's like, this is fucking phenomenal. Um, Jeff and Gina, they have a fuck sesh that lasts for hours. It's literally <laughs> what they say. Um, but she touches his shoulder and sees these, feels these fucking... The hairs were disgusting. The hairs. They're, they're, they're barbed. Yeah. yeah. And they look like mat, giant stitches, like the shit that they put they in do, stitches. Yes. And she's just like, they're really coarse. Dude, they're like an eighth inch thick. Like, they're more than coarse. Yes. Like, call them what they are. You know what? She cuts them. Yeah. I was expecting him to feel pain. That's what I was, too. He did not. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Jeff jumps up and he's like, you're going through this right now. I want you to go through this now. I, I won't be able to. I, I won't be able to wear you out. We'll be the perfect couple. Like that's what he's worried about. Is like fucking her to death. Uh, we'll be the perfect couple. And she's like, dude, I don't like this like at all. Like I, this is weird. And he, he just goes, you're a fucking drag. You you're a fucking drag. <laughs> <laughs> he is so pissed so fast. Um, and she goes, something went wrong, so, yep, Seth. Yep. Something went wrong. Her when her in like panic mode is phenomenal. Yes. It's really good. Um, and he goes, you're too chicken shit to be a member of the dynamic duo club. <laughs> Might be the weirdest line <laughs> of the movie. Uh, he storms out, mm -hmm. goes to a bar. 
Uh, there's apparently a hooker that's sitting at the bar that he starts macking it with. Dude, I don't think she's a hooker. She says I'm not a hooker. She's a hooker. Um, I mean, she was going to go home with whoever won an <laughs> arm wrestling match, but she's like, Jeff Goldblum's like, I want to take you home. She's like, what do you think I am? I and, mean, then, but- and then Jeff is like, all right, if I win this arm wrestling match, will you go home with me? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of hookers will say that to you. <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum is eating a chocolate bar at, <laughs> at the bar, like just gnawing on one. Well, because like, you know, flies love sugar and you could see how much sugar he's intaking. Yeah, and like it, all was, sweets it was and just stuff. silly. Um, a grown man munching on. And I, he's looking weird now. His he, skin is weird. Yes. That's the other thing, too. Before his full-blown transformation, it's, like, subtle and, like, frame by frame. It is. It's awesome. It's very subtle. It's great. I love this scene because there's two, like, meathead biker dudes (laughs) arm wrestling. Yeah. It's like, like, what's that Hulk Hogan movie? No Holds Barred. Yeah. It it looks like it belongs in No Holds Barred. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, And Goldblum challenges them, or challenges one of them. Start arm wrestling. The guy's sweating. And, like... Good. good yeah. And then, like, uh, pus is like coming out of Goldblum's arm. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like it's, some 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 type of secretion. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if flies do that. Or not. I don't know either. But it was gross. He ends up just snapping this dude's arm. Dude, snap. The bone comes right out. Fucking, it's gross. And then Jeff just grabs the girl and it's like, "Let's go." <laughs> and they they run off. She he brings her home. Um. Brundle is now just using the teleportation as like a party trick. Yeah. He brings her in. And he's like, all right, I'm going to show you something. He just teleports himself. She's not that impressed. I feel like my mind would be blown. Like, what do you do? She was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now he, he really wants her to go through it. Yeah. And they start banging. And we see Jeff Goldblum's like weird, tiny ass just clenched up. It was, it was gross. Clenched uh, up. Dude, it was so clenched. So used to having that underwear shoved up. it. <laughs> Holding protection mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff is now saying, like, he wakes up the next morning next to her. Um, he's acting super weird. He's begging her to go through the teleportation device so they could be the dynamic duo, I guess. But he's also saying everything is hurting now. Like, she touches him and he's like, ah, like. And uh, alcohol rubs. Yeah. yeah she's she, a weird thing, anyways. It's not a, a thing. <laughs> never had that. Uh, and he's just like, he's just screaming, don't be afraid to go through. Then Gina walks in. Classic like One line. of the greatest lines of all time. Is this the where it originated or is it from something else? Is it from the original fly? Maybe. Uh, it would help if we knew anything <laughs> about what we talk about. <laughs> be afraid. And she says, be afraid. Be very afraid. Which is, I don't even care if anyone said it. I think her delivery is top notch. Yeah. And frankly, if it's in the first one, fuck that. Because this one's actually terrifying. <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's from this one. It's from this, this one. This is the origin. That, dude, that yeah. line is so iconic, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but Gina's here to confront him. We get the line, you look bad, you smell bad. <laughs> and Brundle is like full on kind of going off the rails now. He's kind of acting like a, like a fucking meth head or something. Because he's like... She's like, you look bad, you smell bad. And he was like, huh, I was never much I was never much of a bather. <laughs> You're like, uh, all right. <laughs> um, she tells him that that hair she cut off got tested. Yeah. 
And, and Brendel's just like twitching and like moving around the kitchen. And he's like, oh, okay. All right. That's cool. Punching wood pillars. Dude, that's cool. Yeah. 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 It's not that yet. Now he's just doing that thing. He's like ignoring her because yeah. she's like, hey, Brundle, you know that hair I cut off? Yeah. 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 Well, I brought it to the lab. Yep. 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 That's great. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, they said you were an insect. And he's <laughs> like, that's impossible. <laughs> And that's when he gets serious. Um, and Jeff is like, you're just jealous. Um, does this look like a sick man? And that's when he's like, does this look like a sick man to you? Are you fucking punching? Can you even... Ex- it was like a foot and a half of wood. Yeah. Solid wood. Solid wood. <laughs> he's just punching. He's <laughs> just splintering. <laughs> it was amazing. And he kicks her out. Kicks her ass out. Um, and then Jeff goes to the bathroom after just being like, does this look like a sick man to you? Yeah. Goes to the bathroom and he's fucking, oh, this scene. Fingernails are coming right off. Dude, he, he's like looking at his teeth, like using his fingernail to go across his teeth. I know. I know. And his fucking fingernail just rips off. <laughs> and then he rips off another one and it's so fucking gross. And then, do his teeth fall out in this one? No, that's no, later. that's later. Oh, my God. His fingernail, he just straight pulled and one off. like, even though he just yelled at Gina, now he's, now like, he's oh. like, well, I'm fucked. And he goes, what? What's happening to me? Am I dying? Like, he says that to himself. And doesn't the computer say, like, Brundlefly? <laughs> the computer just tells him. <laughs> well, yeah, he goes up there. And uh, that, I love this scene, though, because, okay, so the technology is ridiculous. He's having conversations with a computer. But he's like, he's like, what did, like, Brundle he can refer to himself as Brundle. The computer understands he's Brundle. Even even the computer, I mean, for as illogical as, like, this technology was for the time, they still made it, like, make sense. Like, the computer doesn't really know what a fly is until he says, like, it's a fly. He says, second element is a fly. Like, he, we see him type it in, and now the computer's referring to it as a fly. Yeah. So it's, like, really well thought out. Um, but he goes, second element is not Brundle. Um, so he's like using the computer to find out. He zooms into this image and he sees a fucking picture of a fly, which is silly. Um, and it goes, if secondary element is fly, what happened to fly? And it says fusion. Yep. Um, so not that we didn't know this, <laughs> but Brundle and the fly have fused together to create one. one thing. One Brundle fly. Yeah. Um, Gina shows up and things have taken... He calls her. A dramatic and, yes, he calls her and <laughs> she walks in. He's like kind of like behind the pod. Yeah. Like you hear his voice. He is. He's fucked. He's got two canes now. <laughs> his fucking face is hamburger meat. And he explains what happened. He's like, I'm, it, he's talking like a poet now too. He's like, uh, uh, I'm the offspring of Brundle and a housefly. And he throws up in his hand. <laughs> he picks up a donut. Him and Gina are talking, and he just picks up a donut. He's like holding it under his chin, and he's just like, <laughs> and he's, he goes, "Oh, that's disgusting." <laughs> and then, uh, like, it's like one of my favorite scenes. He's like, the scene's like powerful too because, oh, because he's doing all this, um, and he's explaining like his transformation to her, and then his ear falls off. And but his reaction is like, I'm so scared. Like, why would yes. he not be? And yes. she like just, even though he's so disgusted, like I wouldn't touch him with no, a ten fuck. I would, I would, I would leave those premises. And he thinks he has cancer, which is insane because he knows he's fused with a fly. <laughs> That's true. He literally just found that. I out. forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot he found that out. But regardless, he's scared because you know 
Yeah, he's losing an ear. Help me, please help me. Yeah, and she, she holds him. She yeah, hugs she him. holds him, man. It's fucking sad. And yeah, that's that scene was powerful for me. Yeah, it was, but it was. It's also funny that donut scene, dude, cracks me up because he vomits on it. It's like, Bleh! and then he like looks up at Gina, and Gina's like, "What the?" Like <laughs> Gina's eyes are like popping out of her head. And then he like kind of looks down again and then looks back up at her. He's like, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Like he had to think about it for a minute. Like, oh yeah, I've been doing this for the last couple of days. I yeah. forgot to tell you. <laughs> well, also maybe because the fly part of him thinks that's normal. Well, that's and, like, definitely the human part parts of it. Take that, that's yeah. definitely a big part of it. And you'll see that kind of come up a little bit more. Um, Gina goes to her ex's house and it's like, dude, <laughs> shit's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, you have to stay away because he could be contagious. And he's right. Like in in that guy's head, he's thinking like he's using technology we don't know about. Yeah. It, it could be a virus or something. And uh, the best part is like she's like he's telling her she should stay away. And she's like, I can't stay away. He's it's him. And he's like, I'm sure Typhoon Mary was a very nice person when she was when you saw her socially. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Reference. Great line. Um, he also says in that other in that last scene, I believe that he's like losing his human reasoning. He's like acting on like in like animal instincts. Yeah, he yeah he does like that speech about f- bug politics. He's like, "There's no politics in bugs." I think that's was that there. Is that there? bug politics? <laughs> I don't know. That was the weird part. I was like, "Uh, sure, pal." He's like, "I want to be the first bug politician." It'd <laughs> <laughs> be great if he started campaigning, dude. I, 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 I I'd vote for Brundlefly. Um, he's a smart guy. Um, he's not that smart. No, no. So, so Gina's ex is like, listen, show me what's going on and I'll come up with like a solution for you kind of type of situation. He's like, just show me what's happening and we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Once I, once you prove to me that this man is turning into a fly, um, she shows him, uh, a video of Brundlefly eating. Yeah. He's having the same reaction. We all are <laughs> just gagging. Yeah, it's fucking gross. Um, it, it's so fucking weird. And Brundle's like on another level. She walks in and he's like crawling on the ceiling. <laughs> he's like, he's like talking like a lunatic. He's like, hey, what's this? This? I don't know. <laughs> he's like, just like a madman. And then he sits there. He's like, I'm becoming Brundlefly. It's the first time we hear it. And he goes, how does a Brundlefly eat? And then you hear him explaining it. We don't see it again. But we see the ex, the the editor, and he's watching it, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Like verbally, he's like, "You can hear Jesus him vomit, Christ. yeah, Christ, yeah." And you can hear, yeah, you can hear Jeff vomiting on it. Um, and Gina comes home upset, and we know that uh, Brundle is going to try to like dilute the, the fly genes with human he, yeah, DNA. He's been he's like trying to find a cure. He's trying to figure out something, figure out a way to do it. And, and like he even goes through his computer and is like. I forget, like, he, you can see him, like, it's like a process of, like, try, teleport me again, but remove as much fly DNA as possible. Right. Like, stuff like that. Um, but Gina reveals she pregnant. Yes. And it's with Seth's baby. Yeah. What a fucking nightmare. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare. And speaking of which, she speaking soon of- has a nightmare. Of giving childbirth, but she gives birth to a ginormous maggot. It's so fucking gross. And by the way, that I started watching the second one, and the second one opens up with somebody giving birth to a giant maggot. <laughs> so I wonder if it's supposed to be Gina. Holy shit. Uh, anyway, uh, 
So I don't understand, but I think Cronenberg was one of the doctors. He was. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, she wakes up, but yeah, was she wants the baby out of her immediately. Yes. So Stathis calls up a guy and is like, you need to perform this abortion in the middle of the night. <laughs> the guy's like, Gina's like, I need this done. And the guy's like, it's like the middle of the night. <laughs> like, honestly, like, he's right. Like, how the fuck are you going to find somebody to do that? Um, but he does. But back to Brundlefly because his teeth are falling out now. Yes. Just fucking falling out. And Brundle is now just like a giant mass of lump. He's just like a walking <laughs> tumor now. Yeah. Um, Gina comes by. Brundle tells her. The makeup is so good. The makeup's unbelievable. Because again, it, you don't really even think about it too much. No, it looks like it's like. Real. Like, I shouldn't say normal, but it doesn't look like. No. You piled makeup on someone. I think it's like because they kept like the ratios proper. I don't know how to explain it. Like, yeah, because uh, you can still see Jeff's like mouth. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, Gina comes by. Brundle tells her to get lost. Oh, this is the insect politician thing. And then the a line that like never really hit me until I watched it this time, and it was the one I read earlier from uh, that Joe Bob talks about, and he goes. I, I'm an insect who dreamt he was a man and loved it, but now the dream is over. That is just David Cronenberg's on another fucking planet. Yeah. And actually, I was going to say this earlier. When he kicks Gina out the first time when she doesn't want to teleport with him, when she doesn't want to become a dynamic duo, he's talking about the flesh, which is like all David Cronenberg talks about in all of his movies. It's always referred to. He's always talking about the flesh. He's talking about the flesh, and it is, like, chilling shit. Like, he's like, you don't understand the flesh. Like, you know, like, talking about penetration and, like, but it's not sex. He's like, you have, like, a simpleton's idea of the flesh. <laughs> and it's like, Cronenberg is just on, like, uh, yeah. a fucking weird next-level shit, man. Like, uh, to a point where it's like... Sometimes I don't like some of his stuff. Like the brood, I'm not like the biggest fan of. Cronenberg's actually an alien. I wouldn't doubt that. Because <laughs> who else could look at flesh the way he does? And like make like, not just a movie about it. He's made like a career <laughs> a out dozen. of it. <laughs> About talking about flesh. And it's never the same. And it's all fucking disturbing. And you're just like, you kind of want to kill yourself after. <laughs> you're just like, fuck, <laughs> fuck this. Fuck the flesh. <laughs> I hate my flesh. Um, so she's in, she's in the uh, doctor's office. Yeah. Trying to convince this guy to abort the baby and Brundlefly, much like a superhero, a Superman, <laughs> crashes through the doors, abducts her yeah. and just leaps building the building. Yeah. And that's not as absurd as it sounds because he had her overheard heard them. Yeah. They were outside the his apartment and she, he heard her be like, let's do it. After after this conversation about him being a full-on bug. Also, also, maybe not have the conversation near his apartment. I mean, I don't know why you'd have it outside the car. Like, be like, get in the fucking car. Why would you even be near his apartment at this point in time? I mean, yeah. Why did you have to go see him again? Why did she have to go see him again? I think she really wanted to Make sure to tell he was him. a fly? Well, <laughs> let me just double check. Yeah. No, I think it was more like, I think... And again, this was good acting by Gina, because this is how I felt... When, I, when she walked in, it was like she wanted to tell him about the baby. About the baby. Yeah. And he was acting like a lunatic, of course, and a fly. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, you know what? Maybe it's best I don't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, she was out of there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so it was really good. Um, but yeah, he jumps in, he steals he her, her. 
which was so cool because like what I like about this movie and it being a Cronenberg movie is it's as much as it's a Cronenberg movie, it's Cronenberg doing a not a Cronenberg movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a 57. Well, yeah. But like having him come in and almost be that like Wolfman or like uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, like steal the girl and like fly away. uh, No pun intended, but like, whisk her away um is so not his mo right and i mean he puts his spin on it where it's not re- truly that but it's just interesting to watch him do that because it just seems not in his ballpark but anyway um so he brings her to uh his, his place place um and he's going to well, he, he wants her to he wants her to keep the baby. Yes, he wants her to keep the baby. It was like last term. Right. Ex-husband uh ex-boyfriend shows up. He goes in without Gina. This next sequence of events is insane. Is amazing. They kind of battle it out a little bit um and then Brundle knocks him down. He has a shotgun. He has a shotgun. Yeah. Brundle knocks him down and barfs on him. Barfs on his fucking hands and it melting it into a disintegrates stump. and it's awesome. It's so fucking and this gross. Guy, like I said, everybody in this movie acts so well because I can feel this guy's pain. Like, oh, 100%. This guy, the guy, and, and the look on his face, too, just watching your arm disintegrate. And you're like, first of all, this fucking fly man just barfed on me. <laughs> Second of all, it's melting my arm. And like, his face is in such shock. Like, it's really happening. And you know what sucks, too, is like he saw the video, so he knows exactly what's happening. Yeah. Like, he's like... You'd have to be like, motherfucker. And that's how he looks. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, like, it's like half. Uh, that guy is awesome actor. That guy I have no clue who he is. Because it's half like in pain. Yeah. Half like, you got to be fucking kidding he's me. He's been in some movies, too. Um, he's it's John Getz is his, the actor. Yeah. Uh, and then he barfs on his fucking <laughs> foot. And, and like, so he can't get around. So he barfs on his ankle. And then. This is so fucking gross. He barfs on his ankle, and much like um, acid that you've seen in any other movie, it's slowly eating away, yes. like down, downwards, yes. in a downward direction. And as it's happening, Jeff Goldblum like takes the tip of his toes on his feet and bends the foot backwards at the heel, like to rip off the foot. Yeah. Like it's not enough to just melt, melt it, it off. Yeah. He want, he's, he needs that bitch off as fast as he can. He's and, about to. Oh, what's that? Uh, I was just gonna say. Uh, Jumping ahead, like you end up feeling sympathetic, but like okay. at, at at this point, he's such a huge piece of shit. But like, it's also not him. It's it's like the the animal, the insect part taking over, right? Which right, is, I and love it's it. also weird because you kind of feel sympathy for this piece of shit ex husband too, or ex boyfriend. I mean, nobody deserves to get <laughs> melted, on and, melted. <laughs> and like as big of a piece of shit as he is, he's like kind of coming to her defense. It's a weird. It, Cronenberg's weird, man. He just makes you feel all sorts of feelings. Like, he doesn't let anyone... No one is black and white in this movie. Everyone's kind of... Gina comes out pretty clean in the whole thing, but, like, everyone else is just, like... They're not that great of people. (laughs) No. But... So this guy's fucked. And he's about to barf on his fucking head... Yeah. ...to end it all, and Gina stops it. Yes. Um, So then Brundle says that he's going to use three telepods... The third one was like the original, the OG version of Telepod. And he's going to fuse himself, Veronica, and the unborn child into one single thing. We'll be the ultimate family, he says. He's like, what's better than three people in one? There's so many things. 
<laughs> I wish funny. I wish the rest of the movie was just her listing things yeah. that are better than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the struggle, because he's like trying to force her into the pod, in the struggle, she like reaches up and fucking tears off his jaw. His jaw just rips it off. And then and then his face starts to crack and he just turns into a straight up insect. He's just a bug. A he's giant bug. Yeah. fucking bug. A bug. It's awesome. A bug in human clothing. Um it's just, and it's so gross. And the fly throws her in, shuts the door. Throws her in the pod. Throws her in the pod. And it gets in its own pod. Yep. Shuts the door. But Stathis. Piece of shit X saves the day. He comes to, which uh, which is amazing. I, I, would, I mean. I, I'd yeah. probably just die. Even if that even if that wouldn't like physically kill wouldn't me. Wouldn't you just use the gun to kill yourself? Die. You would. Yeah. You yeah, would. 100%. How are you going to walk out of it? You're not. <laughs> Whatever. Um, he gets the gun and he shoots like the cables. Yeah, the cables to her pod that connect the things. Yeah. yeah. So it like it's a genius move because I was like, whatever's gonna happen isn't gonna go to her pod. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Brundlefly is like, what the fuck, and starts like uh, undoing everything. Yeah. You know, so the pod's opening, but it's not going fast enough because the timer's going down and his is still connected. Mm-hmm. So it starts to open. He starts to come out, and then. The transformation or the teleportation starts to happen, That's and he shit. fuses with the metal. Yeah, so it just it, becomes it makes a a brundle fly metal. Pod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a brundle pod. And when this thing opens up, man, this thing is fucking vile. It it's just it's nothing. It's barely a living organism. It's like I want to say it's crawling, but it's like. Oh, it's crawling. It's a desperate it's crawl. Yeah, yeah, it's in pain. It's it. Gina has the gun, and in one of the most amazing and epic moments in like any movie ever, in my opinion, Gina's like holding the gun, and she's like, she doesn't want to shoot him. No, like at all. This thing is so fucking pathetic. And the fly, she's like holding the gun out though. Reaches out, Dude. grabs the gun, and just puts it against its forehead. Dude, I almost cried. Dude. It like got to me. It like, is chilling. Heartbreaking. It is fucking chilling. And when you really think about it, like if I were a kid, well, I was a kid when I saw it, but like hadn't seen everything else. Like to think, like I don't get trapped in my head as much as I was when I was a kid, like on weird stuff. Sure. This is something you could get trapped in my head about. Like to think about being trapped inside an insect body. Inside of not metal. talking. Well, yeah. just insect f- infused with metal like, now. Like, dude, you can't talk. Like, you were like a brilliant scientist. Now you're this fucking mess on the yeah. floor. Like, oh, dude. It was It was like, it was so fucked up. Um, she's crying. She's screaming she can't. But ultimately, she takes a step back and shoots Brundlefly. Yeah. Can't even imagine it. And that's the end, man. Five stars. Five stars. A hundred percent. This movie is incredible. I love this movie so much. Dude, I try not to get like, or I used to try not to give five. Like, I felt like five stars would lose their meaning if you gave like a bunch. Like, yeah. the show would be like, and that's bullshit because, you know, there's so many bad movies that I just want to give five stars to the ones that deserve it. And like, this totally deserves there's it. There's nothing wrong with this movie. No, like, it's not. The there's writing's not. perfect. The Everything is perfect. perfect. The acting is great. And... Special effects are out of this world. The best. So. And uh, this shit is 31 years old. That's actually crazy. Yes. Yes. Like, That's crazy. And they look, the special effects look phenomenal. How far we've come and like, this looks like it could have been made today. 
I'd honestly rather see this than a lot of the CGI I see. I, well, I definitely would. It looked, because we said it in this episode, like Jeff's transformation yeah. looked real. Oh, yeah. It, it didn't look fake, like Natural. computerized. Natural. Just, and they really didn't. I mean, he was, he was adding more, more and more on yeah. like each scene. Yeah, it's fucking bananas. So Fucking great. <clears throat> the fly. Thanks, Dre. Yeah, seriously. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We don't get to say that often. We usually tell people to fuck off. Uh, <laughs> so, to wrap up Monster Vision Week. Game time. Monster Vision half month. Game time. 1980 is the year. Ten dead bodies. Knife to the stomach. Throat slitting. Cleaver through the back. X to the face, arrow through the forehead, fire poker to the face, <laughs> frying pan to the head, head hacking, and some violin music by Harry Manfredini. <laughs> I don't understand the last part. Um... Can I just say what my pre-guess was going to be? Sure. The Changeling? It is not the Changeling. Is it Evil Dead? It is not. Oh, an L for Joe. It is Friday the 13th. An arrow? Oh, yeah. Oh, here. Oh, man. Yes. All yes. Right. Well, fuck me. A pre-guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't seen the Changeling in forever. Um... 1988. Okay. Eight dead bodies. No breasts. Five dead blanks. Killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> razor blade. Monkey shines. Razor blade slicing. Knife to the leg. Pus to the face. Blank to the face. Severed arm. Foot biting. Blank eating. <laughs> Death by toxic waste. Death by pendulum. Exploding blank, blank foo, and of course, toilet foo. Ghoulies? Two? Nailed it. Okay. The blanks were ghoulies. Whispered it into my hand so nobody can hear me. (laughs) Ghoulies two? He gave ghoulies two two stars, the same as wax work. (laughs) Well, we haven't watched ghoulies two, have we? Didn't we? No, we watched one and... Three. Three. Oh, go to college. Yeah. No, wait. We did two. Ghoulies two? I don't know, man. We did Critters two. Passion, <laughs> Passion of the Crites. Did we, we do... We did the first three Critters. Did we do... <laughs> Jesus Christ. This show. I. Which is the one where they're in like the basement? Is that the first Ghoulies? What, Ghoulies? Yeah. Are they in the soup? <laughs> yeah, in the soup. Yeah, that's the first one. That's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, and two's the one we're like holding out hope. Yeah, for. yeah, we think it might be good. <laughs> one and three are bad, so two <laughs> is gonna be good. <laughs> two, two is gonna be. Yeah, bad. yeah, but I think our thought process was the first ghoulies were just like they're just like turds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're the gonna third be third one funny. is too over the top. Yeah, yeah. this one's like in between. Yeah, it's not. It's gonna be, it's gonna be so shit. bad. Let's watch it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I uh, almost just said the fucking name of the movie. 1987, 29 dead bodies, 
one dead kangaroo, <laughs> no breasts, throat ripping. I love that he says no breasts. Exploding tent, killer nuns, marsupial childbirth. The Howling Three. Werewolf ballet, werewolf voodoo, cheesy movie within a movie, hypnosis foo. The Howling Three. Correct. Okay. How many stars do you think you gave it? Way too many. Four. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if he's ever. He's trolling. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think he is. Uh, How many more we got? Two more no, for you. No. Now we were um, these two. It's okay because we were running out of horror movies on there. The next one I'm going to give you is more comedy than it is horror. Okay. But the subject matter is horror, I guess. The second one, I don't even know. I know you've seen it. I, there's no way you'll get it. There's absolutely no way you'll get it. It's out of control. When I say the name, you'll be like, holy shit. And I also couldn't believe the year it was made. All right, 1995. Okay. I, I, hang on. I just need to confirm that that is actually the year it was made. Okay, yeah, okay. All right, 1995. Two dead bodies, two undead bodies. This is the comedy one, by the way. One paper cut. Four gallons blood, skull crushing, multiple stair rolling, stake to the heart, hand burning, eye poking, fancy dancing, and flaming, insert lead actor's name. Demon Knight? No. It is. Wait. Oh, you want to try again? I do. Flaming lead actor's name? You can't say the lead actor's name? No. Why? Because it's the only... It's right, the only thing he's in? Leslie Nielsen. Dracula Dead and Loving It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's got to count for a win. You can't withhold information. Get the fuck out. <laughs> anyway. Uh, 1995. Okay. This is one you'll never get. All right. Nine dead bodies, one reanimated body, two dead beasts, one fuzzy wang doodle. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Gooey arm covered in worms, multiple werewolf attacks, needle to the inner thigh, stomach ripping, steel rod through the foot, torpedo through the leg, exploding beast, werewolf cam. Gratuitous chef, bazooka foo. I can see if you gave this movie stars. Nineteen ninety five. Yeah, a werewolf movie, dude. I couldn't believe it was made in nineteen ninety five. Wolfen? No. I don't think you're going to get this. Is there any other clue? No, because it's stupid. It's. Wait, wait, you said it might not be a horror movie? I mean, it's a weird movie. If it's the one I'm remembering. Is it the one with Jack Nicholson? No. All right, just tell me. Project Metal Beast. 
That fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, can you guess how many stars we gave? Four. Two and a half. <laughs> so just Project fucking metal beast. Waxwork. <laughs> waxwork. And what was the other good one he gave to too? Uh oh, Ghoulies too, which it's not good, but better than Project Metal Beast. I, I can tell you that. Metal Beast. Project Metal Beast. I think that's what I'm thinking of. It's a fucking disaster, right? Yeah, but I think we were going to watch it for our creature feature. <laughs> Jeez. That's what we're going to make Paul watch. Okay. <laughs> Sold. Although, I was thinking, your, your shark week is coming up soon, right? Yeah. Joe celebrates like a shark week for some reason every <laughs> year. I don't know, really know why entirely. He might not even have a reason. Uh... But he does a shark week and he invites people over and they all watch shark movies. Yeah. Um, all so night long. I think that should be our. We make uh, jello shots. I think that should be our. Drink a uh, land. What was that beer? Dogfish. Oh, yeah. We only Dog drink shark <laughs> shark themed beer. But maybe that's what we do. Maybe we do some shark movies with Paul. Okay. So I don't know. We'll consider it. Yeah. Maybe not. It's kind of trite. Everyone does sharks, right? They do. I'm still going to do mine. Um, well, you've been doing yours for years. Yeah. I'm just saying, like... So that, that movie, uh, 40, 47, 47 meters... Dude, there's so many bad shark movies. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. No, I know. I watched, like, two... Oh, yeah, you came last year. I, I watched, like, the end of five minutes the of The Joe D'Amato one? Yeah. No, no, that wasn't Cruel Jaws. Oh, no. That was, like, uh, Deep Blood or something. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Dude, it was... Oh, my God. It was one of the most pitiful things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, it's Joe D'Amato, the guy yeah, that did that cannibal, porno cannibals or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Porno Holocaust. <laughs> whatever, dude. Anyway, that guy's a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that movie sucked. And then I saw the end of that, and I was like, holy shit. And then I saw the beginning <laughs> of, like, a new movie that was, like, yeah, so outrageous. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> It was the like shark. Lake Erie. No, no, no. It was way worse than that. The shark comes out of like the water. Wasn't the it a ghost shark? Was it ghost shark? I think it might have been. Might have been ghost shark. I think it was ghost shark. I've seen a lot of bad shark <laughs> I can't keep them all straight. Anyway, uh, that's it for this episode. That's it for Monster Vision. Thanks, Paul, for showing up to do the show. I really well, appreciate it. What an asshole. Really appreciate that. So thank you, Paul. Uh, can't wait to have you on in three months. Thank you again. Uh, oh, next week. What are we doing? Pipe um, picks. We are doing... Project Metal Beast. Oh, no. We we already picked them, if you recall. Murder Party. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. And um, Serial Insane Clown Killer. Yeah. Um, Sound fun. I'm excited. <laughs> Our buddy Thom Tum picked out Murder Party and posted the funniest shit on our Facebook wall. I saw, I saw, yeah, yeah. It was Lucy pulling the ball away from Charlie Brown and Charlie Brown's like midair. And he labeled Lucy Horror Show. He labeled the football as Murder Party <laughs> episode and him as Charlie Brown, which was so awesome. It was so true. I made a big announcement that was like, oh, wait, by the way, we're going to do Monster Vision <laughs> next week. So uh, thanks, John Lighten and um, Tom 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 for uh, hanging in there and dealing with that. I, I should have edited it out, but I was like, I don't know. It's kind of funny the way we talk about it. And there was no way for me to edit it out without because we were like laughing as we were announcing. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, <laughs> those jerks. <laughs> so anyway, those are our two coming up next couple weeks, and then we'll probably get Paul in here and do something soon. So 
Um, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way to help us. Uh, if you do, send me an email, Sean at I Hate Horror. I'll get some stickers out to you ASAP. Um, find us on Facebook.com slash I Hate Horror, I Hate Horror.com. Um, I'm on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show and Snapchat and Instagram at I Hate Horror. So I had a brain fart in the middle of it. I'm at Joe V421, Boognish1985, and Horror Show Joe. Um, and uh, yeah, so, and thanks to Harley Poe for allowing us to use the uh, song Gorehound off the album Pagan Holiday. Appreciate it. And uh, that's a wrap for this episode. So for Joe, this is Sean. Be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> Thank you. Adios. <laughs> oh, I say adios. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I give you so much shit. <laughs> two episodes ago. Adios! <laughs> <laughs>